As I mentioned earlier, we start a new message series today titled Immovable. And the inspiration from this series, or for this series, uh, comes from all the things going on in the world around us. Recently, uh, with the events at uh, Uvalde, I experienced uh, people reaching out and trying to make sense of it all. With the pandemic, I also heard a teacher talking about how once parents came back to bringing their kids to school, they would communicate with the teachers often that they felt lost, that they didn't know what to do. They were worried their kids were behind. And so things like that that drive us into those feelings of concern or even sometimes worry and fear are the things that cause us to wonder if we can really be steadfast and immovable the way that Paul talks about in our second reading today. But that's why I want to talk about it today because I want us to remember that God gives us the power to be immovable people. And it's on His power that we rely. So how can we be immovable in an always changing and and moving world? There's been so much going on in our world and I created a short list and I'm sure there's even more and it's always going to be going on. There's always going to be changes and things that happen. Uh, The first thing that came to mind for me was the war in Ukraine. This concerns not just people in America, but people around the world have concerns with this conflict. Or COVID. We're tired of talking about it, but it keeps coming up. It continues on, and and we, we may sit there and think to ourselves, well, when is this going to end? Now we got something called monkeypox. And we might start getting a little concerned because we saw what happened with the pandemic and now we're thinking, well, what's going to happen here? How is this going to play out? So the things that happen can cause us to be concerned, can cause us to worry. Or with the gun violence, people become scared. Parents have great concern, even fear, wondering How can we put an end to this? How can we keep our children safe? How can we keep ourselves safe? And of course, inflation. QT still isn't lowering their gas prices. But I mean, every time we fill the tank these days, I think we might be wondering, well, when is this going to get better? Why are things going this way? Why can't it be different? It's got many people worried. It's got many people concerned, uh, we being among them. The question becomes, how can we be immovable in a world that constantly changes? Because Paul's statement, when we look at it, to be steadfast, immovable, always giving ourselves to the work of the Lord because we can trust that our labor isn't in vain, I find that very difficult. I find that to be a very difficult statement, especially in our world today. 
where all the things that are changing are right in front of us, are communicated to us at all times. But before we jump into this, I want to talk a little bit about what it means to be immovable. And it's hard to even say that word, immovable. It means to be steadfast, to be firm, to be able to stand firm, to be rooted, to be anchored. Our imagery for this series is an anchor in the midst of the waves. That means that. Essentially, it means to have unwavering faith and trust in God despite all the things that waver and change around us. That's what it means to be immovable. We might think of someone who is immovable as someone who is paralyzed by fear, but that's not what we're talking about. You might think of someone who is really stubborn. That's not what we're talking about either. When we say immovable, we are speaking of something positive as Paul speaks of it in, second, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the quality that comes from God's power that produces unwavering consistency in one's trust and confidence in God and His promises, regardless of what's going on around us. To be immovable as Christians means to have unwavering confidence and trust in God regardless of what's going on around us. And that's what Paul means when he says, be steadfast and movable. But like I said, this is a difficult statement for us to encounter. Because we can often feel like we are tossed around by the world. We can often feel like it's really easy to be tempted uh, to even despair or to uh, hop on the bandwagon of fear that seems to overtake the world. When situations or circumstances happen, we can have knee-jerk reactions to those events or those things. We can experience the impulse of emotion or even the rage of thoughts that race through our minds when things go a way that we do not expect them to or in a way that clearly goes against God's Word. But sometimes because of these things happening, we as people can look for comfort in the wrong places. We can uh, struggle to be steadfast and immovable by looking for comfort in the wrong places. Places that are not unchangeable. We might look to the lawmakers or the politicians or we might think to ourselves if if we can only get this group of people over here to change their ways, then everything would be good. Or if I can just get this, if this person can just be elected or into this position, then everything would be better. We might look and think about those laws or those politics or those situations. We might think that we can find comfort in them if they just changed even a little bit. But the problem with that is that we have people as leaders who, while they may even follow Jesus sometimes, are not perfect. We also live as a country in a broken and fallen world, and that produces sinfulness. We're never going to experience a perfect world 
on this side of eternity. And so God wants us to be careful where we're looking to for our ultimate, com- ultimate comfort. Because if we look for comfort in the wrong places, we will find that those things change on us. They are not immovable or steadfast like our God. Sometimes we can develop fear so much that it blocks our trust in God. There's a lot of things going on that can cause us to be fearful. If you weren't fearful about one thing, chances are that you're going to be a little scared and concerned about something else. Maybe your, your fear or concern or whatever you want to call it is about the future of our world or even about the future of our country. Maybe it has to do with the next generation. You fear for what they will experience. If you weren't afraid of COVID, maybe your fear is in the things that we can't control, like the violence that we see happening in our own neighborhoods and communities. Maybe that gives you pause and you're tempted to worry, you're tempted to fear. Or maybe you have been afraid of the diseases, the sicknesses that have been going around or that we just see that have been around for years, things like cancer, things that are diseases that degenerate the body that we see in our loved ones. Maybe those things are the source of or cause of fear for us. Chances are we are scared of something. After all, any time that we do something that goes against God's word or we trust in something else more than God or we trust in ourselves as the ultimate place of comfort, we're essentially giving in to the fear. The fear that God does not know what is best for us. The fear that God cannot be trusted as the immovable God. Sometimes we blame. We maybe instead of looking inwardly at ourselves and what's going on there, we look outwardly at what's going on in the world and society around us and we point the finger and we say, it's because of that. It's because of them. It's because of him or because of her. That can be our reaction to the situations in the world that are constantly changing around us. Instead of looking to our immovable God, instead of looking for comfort in Him as our refuge and strength, instead of trusting in Him, we blame others. Or we look for comfort in ourselves, in our own abilities, or in other people, other leaders. Or we even have impulsive and knee-jerk reactions to the circumstances that we experience. It's difficult to be steadfast and immovable, always giving ourselves to the work of the Lord. But the good news is that Jesus lived a life being immovable. He demonstrated what it looks like to trust in our immovable God. He kept on his mission. 
to do away with the works of the devil, to do away with sin and death. He kept on that mission despite all the things going on around him. And he kept on that mission because he wants you to know that your immovable Savior gives you the power to trust in him. In our gospel reading today, the man came to Jesus looking for comfort in his deeds. The man came to Jesus hoping that Jesus would give him the answer he was looking for. He said, what must I do to be saved? Jesus lists off all the commandments and the man says, well, I kept all of these. Well, that was the first mistake. Thinking that he kept all of these commandments. Thinking that he, on his own power, his own ability, was immovable. Thinking that he was steadfast and firm in all the perfect ways that God requires. That was his first error. But it's God himself that points out to us the fact that he is immovable and we are not. That we need his power in order to even be counted as righteous people, holy in God's sight. And Jesus pointed that man to himself, or pointed that man to God, our immovable God. And later, my favorite part of that passage is when Jesus talks to his disciples. His disciples say, well, how can anyone be saved then? No one can keep these commandments perfectly. No one can do that. That's impossible. Jesus said that's exactly right. With man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible. So if God can do anything, can't He make you immovable? Can He strengthen you in such a way that you live as immovable people in a world that constantly wavers and changes, even in the midst of the circumstances happening around us, even despite those circumstances? See, nothing moved Jesus off course from accomplishing His work. He gave the world a clearer view of what our immovable God is capable of. He rose again to new life. 1 Corinthians 15 talks about what it means that Jesus has overcome death. What it means that His power, which does the impossible, what it means to have that power given to us. In 1 Corinthians 15, verses 4 through 55, it's a famous passage that we often quote at funerals. It says, When the perishable puts on the imperishable and the mortal puts on immortality, then shall come to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? If we pay close attention to that passage, it tells us that that saying has not yet come to pass. It says, when the perishable puts on the imperishable, the mortal puts on immortality. When that happens, when Jesus returns, then will come to pass the saying, where, O death, is your victory? Where is your sting? 
But Jesus shows us the victory and what that victory will look like by rising from the dead. The sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. You may have struggled to be immovable and steadfast the way Paul calls us to be, the way God wants us to be. You may have struggled to live that way, but he reminds you that Jesus gives you the victory. Jesus gives you the power to believe wholeheartedly that death has been swallowed up. To believe wholeheartedly that God can be trusted even in the midst of terrible, evil, horrific events. Because God raised Jesus from the dead. And He will raise you from the dead also. He shows you what that victory looked like. He shows you what that power that lives inside of you can do. And that power that Jesus has given to you, His disciples, forgives you of all of those moments that you have struggled to live as immovable people, trusting in your immovable God. Post-resurrection, we see Jesus appearing to His disciples and He appears to them and says, Peace be with you. And what does He do? He breathes on them and gives them His Holy Spirit. He gives them the power to live steadfast, firmly, rooted, established, anchored in Jesus Christ. At Pentecost, which we just celebrated last weekend, we see how God gives His immovable qualities to His people by the power of His Holy Spirit. That same thing has happened to you. Maybe not in flaming fire above your head, but in your baptism. In your baptism, in the gathering of believers, every time you hear the Word of God, every time that we are reminded of God's truth, you receive His forgiveness, His grace, the power of His Spirit, which enables you to live as immovable people. Our God, who is immovable, unchanging, gives you the power to live anchored and trusting in Him. Some other examples that I think of are the disciples of Jesus, in particular Paul himself, who wrote this letter to the Corinthians that we pull our main passage from today. Paul himself was an enemy of God, and yet Jesus gave His immovable qualities to Paul to give him a faith that would proclaim to the world the victory that is in our Lord Jesus Christ. And Peter, he was not immovable when he denied his Savior three times. When he abandoned his Lord Jesus Christ, he said he was going to do one thing and he did another. But he's in good company because we've all done that. And yet, Jesus restored him by His power. Jesus did not move away from Peter. Jesus remained there for him. Jesus forgave him. And Jesus does the same for you. Jesus restores you and gives you constantly, over and over again, reminds you 
that you have his power, that you have an immovable God who never lets you down. God is the source of our immovable qualities. If we experience a trust in God, if we experience a peace that doesn't make sense in the situation that we mentioned at the beginning, then we know it's because of our God who gives us that power. And He can continue to give you that power. If you have been struggling to live in the way that Paul describes, to be steadfast and movable, always giving yourself to God's work, if you've struggled with that, know that He continues to stay with you. Know that God has not moved away from you, but remains present with you. He is the source of every good quality you have been given. I want to close with a story of someone that I saw as having a faith in God despite all the things that were going on around him. He definitely reminded me of how God is immovable no matter what we experience or do. He was a, a man in my church who led Bible studies for uh, us when we were in uh, a group of guys, uh, when we were in middle school and high school. And his wife was actually a really talented singer who would sing in church often, and uh, she had dedicated a lot of her work to uh, singing Christian songs, writing Christian music. But some years later, uh, his, his wife, his kids, uh, lost their faith in Jesus. But you may have experienced something like that, maybe in your own life or in the people that you know. But constantly, this, this man would talk to me about this situation, about how he believed and trusted in God, and he would always request that I would pray for him and his family, that they would uh, believe once again in our God who remains unchanged. And this was years and years that this went on. Probably uh, 10 or more years that I never saw his wife in church until one day, suddenly, there she was. Now the kids, I don't know what their story is right now, but I do know that our immovable God stuck with them. And that woman was drawn closer to her Lord and Savior and once again believed because our God can do anything. With man, that seems impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Now, this man did not have a perfect faith. I'm sure there were times that he struggled. He talked to me about that as well. But it's an example of how even though we struggle and we waver, that we have an immovable God that we can always trust in to do the impossible, to do what we are unable to do. And God will never let us down. See, God was the source of that faith 
given to that man and then restored in his wife. And God is the source of every quality that you have that points to him. Our God, immovable and steadfast, faithful to you and me, gives you the power to live as immovable people, steadfast, always giving yourself to the work of the Lord. Go forth in the name of Jesus, trusting in him, knowing he can do the impossible. Amen.